This is Gilbert Andrew Garcia. Listen to my radio show, A Tip from Gilbert. Talk, inspiration, and prayer every Monday from 11 a.m. till noon on Houston's Gospel Leader, KWWJ. 1360 AM and streaming live on KWWJ.org. Listen on the legendary KYOK 1140 AM and streaming live on KYOKradio.org. KCOH 1230 AM, The Source. On San Geek Radio 95.1 FM 1460 AM. And Aliento Radio 101.7 FM and 1540 AM. Call in at 832 832- 2-570-8075 and follow me on social media. See you then. All right, Houston, this is Gilbert Andrew Garcia of A Tip from Gilbert. Talk, inspiration, and prayer. Go ahead and, and uh, cut that song for a second there, Mr. Producer. I'm going to put it on in a moment. We are here. We are here live, of course, from our studio audience. This is Gilbert Andrew Garcia, A Tip from Gilbert. You know all the stations. You know where to call in. You know what's happening. But to call in is 832-570-8075. And this is our Christmas Edition. What does that mean? Thank you, studio audience. What that means is I'm going to play some Christmas music. I had some wonderful uh, song entries from people who said, can you play this? Can you play that? And I have a good friend of mine right next to me. She may, if I can convince her, sing a, a Christmas song or two, a cappella. What does a cappella mean anyway? <laughs> hey, Gilbert. It means without you know music playing along with it. And does that mean that you got to be a really good singer? Um, maybe. Uh, well, well, I'll let them figure it out for themselves. Because right? you're going to sing for me in a minute? I definitely am. Oh, my God, Claire O'Neill. You know what? <laughs> I, I met her at, you know, this is a funny thing, uh, Houston, because, you know, I was invited to a karaoke Christmas event. <laughs> and most times when you think of karaoke, you think of a bunch of, you know, you know, slobby guys singing something and they can't even sing. And I went to this karaoke and I felt like I was at Broadway. I mean, everyone could sing. And everyone was like, they had instruments and somebody's playing the bongos. This guy pulls out his harmonica. I was like, holy cow, I'm in the wrong karaoke. But it was phenomenal. And that's how I met Miss Claire O'Neill. So Claire, tell us about you. Are you a generation X or Z or what, what, what are you? Oh, I wish I knew. Yeah, um, I don't know either. <laughs> But you're not a millennial. No, I'm not a millennial. I'm. I think I'm right in between Gen Z and and millennial. It's, is that Gen X? Is that what it is? Hell, I don't know. Oh, I, <laughs> can I even say that? I think it's a Z, not Z for zebra, but Z for whatever for, they for, call it. Those demographic well, I'm, people. I'm in between. I think I'm either right on the cusp of Gen Z because I was born in 1999. 1999. Yeah. Do you know that song by Prince? Two thousand zero zero party over. Oops, out of time. <laughs> That's why we're gonna party till it's 1999. <laughs> Do you know that song? Dude, of course, but I definitely cannot sing that song today. Okay, well that, well that, that's a hard one, I know. Yeah. I, I gave it my best shot. Now, I, I want to play a song because this is a song that Mr. Roy Melanson sent me, who is the owner of the African American News and is just a just a great leader in our community, just a, just a wonderful man. And he sent me this song by James Cleveland, and it's called A Good Day. And I wasn't familiar with the song when he sent it to me, but he is known as the King of Gospel. And it's interesting, he has earned a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He's the first gospel musician to do that. And he, of course, is in the Gospel Music Hall of Fame, all these things, multi-Grammy award winner. So let's just take a look and listen to this, a good day lyrics there, a good day. I've got my health and strength. And I know that I'm his child. About 
Boy, I just want to, I just want to go side to side, right? <laughs> oh, don't you want to just go side to side? Well, I don't know. I want to get my phone and, and, and put the, the light up, you know, just to go like this. In the old days, of course, I'm dating myself. You know, you, you borrow a lighter from someone and you just... You can still use your phone. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Flashlight. Yeah, go for it. It's, it's, well, you know, he's got my phone because I'm, I'm streaming live on all kinds of social media here at the same time. But what an, what an amazing song. It's been a good day. I thank God for it. It's been a good day. I thank God for it. I've had heartache and pain, sunshine and rain, some ups, some downs, some smiles, some frowns. I've got my health and strength, and I know that I'm his child. God, who writes this? I, I, I just wish I could write this. Yeah, it reminds me of a Kirk Franklin song. And what is it? Uh, Kirk Franklin. I think he is another gospel singer, but my mom listens to him when she's cleaning. So now I listen to him when I'm cleaning. Oh, tell me. What? Yeah, he's like um, God, a God like you. And it's just like they're singing like, everybody work good like you. More power and grace like you. See, there is no God like our God. There's no God like you. Wow. And it's just like over and over again. And it's really nice. We're going to have to play that. We're going to have to play that. It's a bob. You're going to want to cling to it. I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to want to cling to it. I'm going to want to like dance to it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'm going to dance to it. You got to move. I feel, you like, move. I feel like I'm a Generation Z already. I'm like, ooh, I got to wipe a window. I mean, 1999, <laughs> holy cow. I was already like, you know, that seems like yesterday to me. Yeah, it seems like yesterday to me too. It's really unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Producer. Let's go ahead and fade that out. Uh, first of all, so what, is, what, did, what did you do for Christmas? I want to know. Um, well, I... Was Santa good to you? Santa has always been good, has always been good to me. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. He's a good friend. And, um, yeah, it was wonderful. My, my, my brother and my sister came home, and we are a big family. We're a family of six, so there are four siblings. Four siblings, okay. Yes, including myself. And um, my brother came back from New York, and my sister goes to university at Edinburgh. And so um, she popped over from the UK, and we kind of just had a nice quiet day at home, which was lovely. You know, right when you said came back from Edinburgh, your your whole accent changed to UK. When you said oh. he went to the UK and Edinburgh, and it's lovely. Yeah, that's a bad, embarrassing. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's super great. It's super great. So, uh, well, I mean, what was your highlight? My highlight. Mm, Did you have good food? The food was wonderful, but I must I I must think because there was, surely there was a good. This is going to sound silly, but it was probably at one in the morning um, after we had watched um, the family film together and everyone had gone to bed. I asked my mom and dad to stay up with me to watch the Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie, which was like really bad. What? We loved it. It, it, it. What is the Lindsay Lohan Christmas movie? Is it about her life or? No, she's this, um, you know, hotel Paris Hilton-esque. She's this hotel um, shark's daughter and she's tasked with taking over the hotel and then she falls when she's skiing and she loses her mind and she doesn't remember who she is and all of a sudden um, she becomes this wonderful woman and she falls in love with the uh, lower income ski guy next door. It's quite, uh, it's pretty tacky. You know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it. That sounds like it's right up my wife's alley. Gilbert. Uh, no, it sounds like it's right, right up my wife's alley. You know, um, I will tell you, Christmas at my house, first of all, it's chaos. Did you ever, do you know the movie Shrek? Of course. Okay, one of the Shreks, the Christmas Shrek and Donkey, who's Eddie Murphy, Donkey goes, Christmas is not Christmas till somebody cries. Well, that's, that's kind of like my family. There's always there's always something going on at Christmas. I, I, I guess that's what Christmas is. And, uh, you know, we had all my, my sons came in, one from LSU, the other one from New York. And it was just a wonderful time. And then, of course, my mother-in-law got COVID, so she could not. Don't worry, she didn't come in. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm fine. But my mother-in-law could not come in, and so we we're like all trying to talk to her because normally she comes in every Christmas. And so that was a big drama because we just love her, and she couldn't come in. And then, of course, um, we were going to have a big uh, Christmas lunch at Willie G's with my brother-in-law and so forth and my sister and of course my brother-in-law got COVID so there's like whole six people that couldn't come and so you know it's one of those things where that's Christmas it's the ups and downs of life and then one of the Garcia traditions of course we watch all of our Christmas movies but on top of that we got to go to the movies and we went to see Avatar 
Oh, have so, you seen Avatar? No, but you my, gotta go. My friends worked on it. Really? Yeah, yeah. I remember. in a moment I want you to tell everyone about all your connections with everybody and and illustration and all those sorts of cool things. <laughs> okay. No, really, because you know what? You're gonna be discovered right now on the radio show today. Oh wow, that's, that's right. so cool. Isn't it cool? Because that is such a great movie, um, and. You know, whereas the first hook was they were the sort of the forest people, now they go into the water people. Yeah. And it's it's just beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So let's go back. I, I want to, uh, you know, at my house, Christmas, you know, when I was growing up, started with Charlie Brown. I don't know why. Always, all the great Christmas shows, The Grinch, Charlie Brown, um, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, all of those. And one of my favorite songs on Charlie Brown is the Christmas song. We have a caller already. Let me see if I can get this caller in before we uh, put on the Christmas song. If you wouldn't mind, Mr. Producer, getting ready for the Charlie Brown Christmas song. And we have a caller there. Oh, Ruby, Ruby, is that you? Hi, Gilbert. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Ruby Dang. What are you doing today? What's going on oh. at the Dang house? <laughs> well, I'm actually at the Munoz residence, my parents. I'm really fortunate that I have both my parents. They're both 92 years old, and so I decided to to spend some time with them. Though, I mean, we had the big Christmas uh, bash, Christmas Eve, uh, but then I came back and spent some time with them. So we're just reminiscing, going back through Christmas's past, and I uh, just wanted to reach out and Wish everyone a Merry Christmas, and I, and I hope you're taking a request because we would love to hear, to us, it's not Christmas until we're here, Jose Felicianos, Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have such a funny Feliz story Navidad. about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Ruby, we're going to play it for sure. I, I, we're going to find it. Uh, I love that song. But Ruby, tell me one thing. So... Um, but when you think about your family, because I know you have a close family, mm -hmm. when you were growing up, what was Christmas like? What was well, kind of like your first present memory or your first memory or your first, you know, what, what, when you think really back, what, what do you come up with? Well, of course, family, right? So we would always spend, both my parents are from Mexico. So when we got out of school, as soon as the bell rung, my parents had uh, the car packed and us ready to go. And so we'd head off to Nuevo Laredo, Mexico. And we'd spend all our holidays there. And it was beautiful because all my cousins were there, my aunts, my uncles. And, um, you know, we had almost a celebration every night. So it was wonderful two weeks. You know, it wasn't about presents back then, right? It was a little different. We had a lot of posadas, which were, you know, uh, uh, one party after another at, uh, at different family members' homes. So to us, our present was the, the, the gift of family. How beautiful. I love that. That's the greatest gift of all. Actually, the greatest sure gift is. is probably health. And then after that, yeah. it's the gift of family. Uh, well, Ruby, I think that is wonderful. So let me ask you this. Remember that song, um, Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire? And it goes from kids from 1 to 92. 82. That's right. Is it 82 or 92? I no, 92. 92. I think it's 92. 92. It's 92. <gasps> so then yes. we're, we're, on, we're on your 92. So just yes, think of it that are. way. Your parents are still kids so they can still you know be part of the whole christmas i think it's wonderful and beautiful well ruby yeah. what do you want to say to houston on this last moment for you and thank you so much for calling and stay tuned we will play when we find it <laughs> jose feliciano wonderful just want to wish everyone a merry christmas oh. and a happy new year and i know we've all had some bumps along the road but i think it's going to be clear skies going forward Amen. Thank you, Ruby Munoz. Dang. We really appreciate you calling in. Uh, I know Merry we have, Christmas, everyone. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas, Ruby. I know we have another caller already. Let's put that through. Let's put that caller through. Ah, is it is it uh, Representative, are you there? Mr. Rosenthal, are you there? I'm here. Merry how Christmas. Are you? Merry Christmas to you. How are you doing? You know what? You got you, you got kind of like a, a jolly Santa Claus voice on the radio here. Did you notice that? You I mean, know, people me a, tell me all the time I have a face made for radio. Yeah, give, give me a give me a ho ho ho. Ho ho ho. That's amazing. Isn't it amazing? I wish I had the testosterone for that. Right? I'm like, that's amazing. But you, you have to have that when you're a state legislator. Yeah, I've never been one before. I'll no. keep a note. Yeah, there's uh, <laughs> State Representative, how are you? And, and, and tell us about what are the holidays like in your house? 
So uh, first, I am doing great. And of course, we have a, uh, a mixed religion household over here. So I want to say Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Happy Kwanzaa to ah, everybody. Wonderful. Thank you. <clears throat> wonderful. The holiday has been great over here. We were, uh, a lot of folks won't know this who aren't in Sci Fair, but we're celebrating a big win with our Board of Commissioners for the Emergency Services District. We got our firefighters a raise approved on December 22nd. All right. Congratulations. So, so we came into the holiday with much joy in this house. Everybody happy and healthy, and we just had a nice family Christmas. Oh, that is so wonderful. You know, when you're little, uh, remind me, Representative, do you have children? Uh, I do, but my kids are like 30 and 35. Oh, so your kids are grown. <laughs> do you have any grandkids? Uh, not yet, but, you know, Mama keeps asking her kids to give her grandkids. Well, let me tell you this. My <laughs> wife is totally convinced she'll be the greatest grandmother ever uh, if it ever happens, and we sure hope it happens. But, you know, what I was going to tell you is what's interesting is, see, when you're a child and you live in a household that has Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, and Christmas, you know what that means? That means more presents. And so exactly. That's, that's what kids think of. They think of, oh, my goodness. All right, here we go. And Hanukkah's a great one, right? Because there's, like, lots of presents. And then you got, I mean, they're just like, Pres I need presents. Uh, but then, you know, of course, then what we do as parents, because we already think ahead, is we always hold back a few presents to make sure we spread them out around. Exactly. It's just like on Christmas Eve, we hold back a couple for Christmas morning, too, what, right? Yeah, and all the children who listen to this, I'm just playing. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but, you know, my, my, my son has a, a birthday, uh, and it's December 26th today. We're going to be celebrating his birthday later on. And ultimately, I know he always feels like he's shorthanded. Like, oh, my God, I know I just got one less gift because you gave it to me for my birthday. Yeah. And I'm like, no, Benjamin Garcia, I know you're listening. No, that's not the case. I mean, it might be, but of course, I, I don't know. Uh, but representative, I think it's wonderful. So what's it like being sort of a, in a uh, what's, I don't know the right word, the mixed religion household? So um, actually, uh, the way that I was brought up, we celebrate all the holidays and we're taught to hate on nobody. Beautiful. So, I like that. So, hate on nobody. Yeah. yeah just hate like on nobody. So it's all about being uh, respectful and inclusive. You know, and embracing these different cultures that ultimately all celebrate the same principles. Amen. You know mm -hmm. what? That is such a, I mean, I, that needs to be in a fortune cookie or something. Well, that like, needs to be, um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. the same principles. It's true, right? Yeah. It's yeah. true. Because ultimately, when you get a lot of children together, have you noticed they all get in a, in a room, black, brown, whatever color they are, whatever religion, and they just play? And they just exactly. have fun. And then somehow society makes us think we're different. And yeah, that's they have to be taught that. That's they exactly have to be right. taught that. And that comes from us. So all of us as adults out there, let's make sure we teach our children just to love each other and to know that we're all the same. We all want the same things. A long, happy life and good health and all of those things. Representative, I, I uh, so appreciate you calling in. I'm going to give you the last word. What do you want to say to Houston here on this holiday season? What I want to say is love on each other, cherish each other, and enjoy your time together. Thank Amen. You. Representative, thank you so much. Houston, <laughs> that's uh, Representative Rosenthal. What a great guy he is. Uh, and, you know, he's everywhere. I think there's like four of him or something. I'm like signs. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's, he's everywhere. He's, yeah, yeah, he's just like everywhere. Uh, so, Representative, thank you so much. Uh, I know we have another caller already. Is there a Father Tom? Mr. Producer, if you don't mind getting Feliz Navidad, uh, I mean, um, Jose Feliciano on there. Uh, Father is Father Tom, are you there? I'm here. Oh, my yes, goodness. Is this the Father Tom? Father Tom <laughs> happens to be, Claire, my priest. Oh, really? Yes. And he's also, more importantly, he's my friend. Oh. And, and, and Father, is it okay to say that your priest is your friend? Because you're like my friend. Well, I I, I think so. I, I, I call it... Uh, call our parishioners friends all the time yeah because so, you're more than a priest you're you're like you're like everybody's you know neighbor you're our spiritual rock you're the center of gravity you're the uh you know the community leader i mean you're everything father tom i mean and you always have a big smile and you're always upbeat and happy and that's just why we love you oh well thank you very much well father tom how have you been and what's and what's what's christmas like for you know from a man of the cloth number one you're working but number two when you're really doing service around the holidays 
it's got to be a little bit different and special than just a normal service. Tell us about it. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a really busy time of season where you have uh, these different um, uh, celebrations that are going on in the parish, <clears throat> which brings a lot of joy. Uh, as I was uh, talking about yesterday at Pat at Mass, um, we have um, uh, we have we start off with the say, Our Lady Guadalupe and Juan Diego story, and and our parish gathers at the uh, the railroad station on Belford, and then that morning there was about 200 people or so, and we walk and pray the rosary and sing songs, and then we end up at the church, and then we have. Um, uh, a play uh, depicting Our Lady Guadalupe and Juan Diego, and then after, and then we had the Madachinas come in who dance, you know, and um, and then and then one of our parish families uh, fixes uh, tamales for everybody. They fix thousands of tamales, and uh, so we do that. And then there's pageants of the La Posadas that are going mm-hmm. on where people knock on the door and finding room for Jesus, and there's no room at the end. And then the, the school and our different groups uh, have uh, uh, plays of uh, Jesus and Mary and Joseph and their travels and the baby Jesus. And there's all of that and preparing for the masses. And I have to say I'm blessed because I have such a, it's a small team. It's a small team, but they are passionate. They love what they're doing. And so, and, and the, the volunteers that, that help. But it's also a uh, busy time. This is a time of, of the season uh, people, uh, many needs, uh, people who are, don't have very much, and, and also people who are passing from this life to go on to the next life. And so I spent a lot of time in hospitals and, and uh, hospices uh, ministering to those, uh, to those people. So it's a mixed bag. It's just life, uh, all kind of compressed, you know, into this. So it's just moving. It's just kind of moving from one thing to the next, you know. Well, Father Tom, let me ask you, because you're such an amazing person when did you get the calling did you just wake up one day and god said i'm calling you to to serve me or or, or did you or there like lots of calls and you said not me god not me i mean when do you recall when you just sort of were it came to you and 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 you're going to become a priest (laughs) how long is this show <laughs> Do you remember? I mean, that's got to be a profound moment, and and you, I mean, and you, you probably said, "Come on, not me, not me." Uh, well, yeah, you're right. You're right. I, that was not uh, that was not me. I this was uh, not something I chose uh, early on in life. Uh, I had a career in uh, newspaper advertising for 22 years. Wow! And I loved it. I loved the action. I loved the company. Uh, we had a great team working together. And so I was pleased in my life. But then I think the first thing came up, and, and I also uh, burnt the, bur- uh, the candle at both ends. So I lived a very active life, and I played a lot. And, uh, but then there came a time in my life that uh, said, there's something missing. There's something missing. What's, what, what is that? And so uh, I, I, God let me wrestle with that for about three, four months, and and then at the end, uh, the four months, uh, he took the blinders off me, and uh, I didn't have a relationship with God. But I knew what to do because of the foundation that my parents laid for me. I knew I, t- I needed to start getting more involved in my church. And so as I became involved in my church, people got to know who I was. And then, then there was one lady there. Her name was Christina. And she says, have you ever thought about becoming a priest? I said, wow. no, I don't think so, no. And then, you know, as time went on, more people kept asking me uh, about this. You know, and I'm in my 40s now, okay? So I'm one wow. of vocation. And so they kept uh, uh, asking, and as I'm growing in my faith, I'm learning if God is calling you to do something, then you, you maybe you should check it out. And so uh, I began to check it out and uh, talk to vocation directors of different religious congregations and uh, the, uh, uh, the diocese uh, vocation uh, person. And uh, at the end of the year, I've, uh, this one priest says, you know, he became my spiritual advisor. And we took a year to really search this out and explore it. And, and uh, he says, what do you want to do? And I said, I think I want to join you guys. And... Uh, he was a blessed sacrament priest. 
and uh, because I like what I saw of these guys in my parish. And, and I had a devotion to praying before the Blessed Sacrament. And so I said, yes, I think I want to join you guys. And, uh, but it wasn't all that easy. They turned me down the first time. Mm. You know, they, and they were looking for guys who had college. And I had escaped college up until this time. And uh, because I never thought I was smart enough. I always liked to play instead of study. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, uh, about three years went uh, passed by and another priest asked me uh, what I would like to do and I told him and they said well write a letter and and I wrote a letter to he said who do I write, who do I write a letter to and he says uh, to Father Stapleton and I said oh great that's the guy that turned me down three years ago. Oh, no. what are the chances <laughs> so he came back to town and we talked and he says you know it's not impossible but it's not going to be easy and I said well if you take a chance on me I think I'd really like to give this a go so they took a chance on me, and that's how it started. But there's a lot of, there's a whole, it'll take your whole show to talk about all the nuances that go into into it. Wow. Am I allowed what? to ask a question? Yes, please. Why were you, who, you can get turned down, you can get rejected from the priesthood, like a college application? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, there's many uh, who, uh, because it's really a, a discernment process when you first join. Is this the life that God is calling you to, and are you going to fit in? And uh, as you go through the discernment process, uh, many men have decided, nope, this is not for me. Okay. Or, you know, it's not the right fit for our congregation. You know, you mm. might have to try something, you know, another congregation, but for us, you're not uh, the, the right fit for this. So it's not, a, it's not a sure thing. That's stressful. Yeah. And then, so, you know, one of the things with me, you know, there's a lot of things going on in the in the church at the time and and you know i was i was committed i didn't know what i was going to do i didn't know <laughs> i was really ignorant at that time um yeah but i didn't know what i was going to do but i was committed i really wanted to do god's will uh in this and god kept uh nourishing and, and it, it, like the blessed mother it just unfolded for me as i kept going through the through the steps and i and i felt like i was on the super bowl team uh with the blessed sacrament uh, uh, uh priests and brothers they they just nourished me and cared for me and taught me and forgave me a lot for all my ignorance and they they were just a a, a great team to uh, uh to join god chose well for me father tom that is such an inspiring story i think that's fantastic you know father these times and maybe times are just always challenging. So it's hard to say these times versus, you know, times before. But, you know, when you think about what's going on in the world and what's going on in this country and people are divided and this and that. And when you think about um, what's going on in Ukraine overseas, you think about just everything. Can you just say a prayer that everyone opens their heart and just loves their fellow, you know, human beings and that we just... You know, we can get through this. If you would just say a prayer for Houston and all the world, that would just mean a lot to us. Sure. Okay. I just want to center myself for a second. And then we all center ourselves and put ourselves into God's presence. Dear Lord God, we give you thanks and praise for all the blessings that you give us in our journey of life. We thank you for accompanying us in our joys and and uh, and all the different celebrations of the moments of our life with our families. And as we especially remember you coming in as a uh, a person uh, into our world in the incarnation of Jesus that we celebrate uh, yesterday. Lord, you came for a reason because our world was broken and fragile and hurting, and you wanted to give it hope. And Lord, you you do that through the gift of yourself, but also the gift of all the believers who who reach out to those who are hurting, nourishing those who are hungry and and counseling those who are, seem to be lost in this in this life. Lord, you call us to be a community of one that helps one another and to bring joy and, and hope for those who who find themselves in the storms of life. But Lord, with you, we know that looking through our history that you have never abandoned us you are always with us and um, that gives us hope 
May we respond to that, Almighty God, because so many are lost because they don't remember, they don't know who you are. And so, Lord, help us to continue to spread this message as the shepherds did. Once they saw you and, and held you in their arms, they said, we got to tell others about you. And you, Lord, are the ones that calm us in our lives. You give us hope and you give us a purpose. And you continue to bless all your people over the name, everyone who needs you, Lord, and bring us that joy that is so absent in so many lives. And we give thanks to you, Lord, for, for loving us into this life. Amen. 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 Father Tom, that was beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, that is Father Tom Smithson from Corpus Christi Catholic Church, which is where my family and I go. And I've had um, you know, baptisms there and, and confirmations and everything else. And it's where we've been going for, golly, Father, I think I've been going to the church now since 1991, maybe. And it's really our home. Father Tom, thank you for joining us here, and thank you for being part of a tip from Gilbert Talk, inspiration and prayer. Love it, love it, Gilbert. God bless you. God bless your family and your and your staff and everybody over there. Thank you, Father. Thank we'll you. see you soon. Okay, bye. Yes, sir. I know we have lots of callers on hold, but I do want to get to you singing. Don't think I forgot about you. Oh, I'm just uh, hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Please do. And so, is there a Maria on the line? No. Okay. Is there a Pastor Montes? Is there a Pastor Montes on the line? Yeah. We'll keep going. That's okay. Why don't we put on, I want to hear, um, if you could, do you have, you have uh, Jose Feliciano? Okay, this was one of our requests. Uh, so let's go. I mean, who cannot love this song? Feliz Navidad. <laughs> I want to feel the music. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> y pres año y felicidad. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> so you got the words are Feliz, Feliz Navidad. Ruby Dang, this is for you all and right. all the Munoz family out there. And then here's like the, the, here's the big line. Ready? I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas, Christmas from the bottom of my heart. I mean, what a great song. And it's, it's just, there's only, like, there's only like 10 words. My friend, when he first moved here, he didn't speak English, and this was the song that they tried to teach um, them English through. Yeah. But they didn't, they loved the song so much, they didn't care for the English parts, so they only sang the Spanish parts. <laughs> and that's what I always, so I always think of Santana when yeah. his song is sung. It's super great. Because Santana was like, I, I, girl, I only know that. There's, there's only ten words. Yeah. But, but I mean, it's just, I mean, it's unbelievable. Feliz Navidad, prospero año y felicidad. Hit it. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas. I wanna wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. <laughs> Boy, I know. It's a classic, Gilbert. It is a classic. I mean, I, we, we got to figure out when that was written. I don't know when that was written, but whoever wrote it was a genius. It's timeless. It and is it's timeless. Cozy. It is timeless. Cozy is a good word. It's cozy, right? It makes you want to be, you know, on a couch. It makes you just want to, like, you know. Da, 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 da. I feel like we're with two different people right now because I'm like, I want to sit on a couch with cookies, and you want to get up and dance. I do. I do. <laughs> I'm ready. I am ready. Gilbert. <laughs> I am ready. I mean, come on, it's just like, you know. Yeah. It just makes you just go like this with your head and everything. It, no, yeah, totally. It, you know. Wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. Now stay with us, Houston, because I've got two more songs I'm going to play. And, of course, we're taking requests. Call in to 832-570-8075. We do have Pastor Montes on the line. Pastor Montes, are you there? 
Pastor Montes. I am here, sir. Pastor Montes, how are you? You have me, Gilbert I'm Garcia, a tip from Gilbert, talk, inspiration, and prayer with my Generation Zer, Claire O'Neill. What do you got there, Pastor? Wonderful. Wonderful. I hope you had a great Christmas. I did, and it starts with food, family, fun, and you know, and then naps. Uh, that's you know, awesome. Th and that's, that's, <laughs> what, that's what Christmas is. Pastor, let me ask this: um, as a, a pastor. Uh, Christmas has to be both, you know, one of the busiest times, but yet one of the greatest times. Tell us what it's like for you. Can I, can I just uh, go? I heard you guys singing Feliz Navidad. Can I just uh, say something about that? Yes, sir. Okay. So it was written by the Cuban singer Jose Feliciano back oh. in the, probably in the 60s. He did write it. Okay. Yes, yes. It's a great song. It's so a great simple, song. But yet so, so, so... Uh, so uh, happy and so you know joyful. It's, it's amazing. You know, sing it even in church on Christmas. You know what I thought you were gonna say? I thought you were gonna say, "I want to sing a bar for you." And I thought you were gonna break into Feliz Navidad. I thought you were gonna break into hey, it. I really did. Hey, I, I can sing it for you if you want. Yeah, well, well yeah. give give me two lines. Come on, please. All right, Feliz Navidad. Da, 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 Feliz Navidad. Da, 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 da. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad. Woo! There you go. Uh, Pastor, tell us, what, what's it like um, being a, a, a man of the cloth, a pastor, during holiday time? It's got to be something really special. It is. Um, you know, it's, like you said, it's all about family and, and, and also faith, you know, because we cannot uh, take Christ out of, the, out of Christmas. You know, it's all about we celebrate the birth of, of our Savior, Jesus Christ, 2,000 years ago. And, and, you know, we promote that, we celebrate it, we take a pause we, in, our serve, in our regular type of services, and, and we give a big emphasis to celebrating the birth of Jesus and, and getting together to eat together as a, as a church family as well. And it's just a wonderful time of the year. It's also time for, for giving, you know, it's a time for giving and sharing with others and uh, Jesus said it's a more blessed thing to give than to receive. And uh, I'm talking right now to one of the greatest givers that that I have known recently, and that's you, uh, Mr. Garcia. You, oh. You've been wow. such a blessing to so many people. I think that's you, so nice. I see you on Facebook. I mean, you are everywhere sharing and giving, and I think that's that's the greatest thing of all, you know, Jesus said it himself. It's, and when he said it's a more blessed thing, every, every time you hear the word blessed in the Bible, like like the Beatitudes, you know, blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are the peacemakers. That word blessed means happy. So the happiest people in the world are the people that are givers, the people that are giving of themselves, of their time, of their resources, and thinking about others before they think about themselves. And just like the story of the Chris, of Christmas, you know, the wise men that came, they they traveled a long way. They 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 overcame a lot of obstacles. By the by the time they got to Jesus, he was already like two years old. That means that it was a long journey for them to get to where Jesus was. But they didn't come empty-handed. They came with gold, myrrh, and incense. They gave of their very very best to to Jesus and his family, Mary and Joseph. And so I think giving is the most, the greatest part about Christmas. I was sharing with the church uh, the other day that, you know, if it's Jesus' birthday, then he should be the one getting the gifts, right? But most of the time, it's mm -hmm. he, it's whoever whoever's this is a birthday is the one that gets the gifts. Sometimes, you know, when we give to others, we are giving to Christ because he said, if you do it unto these one of these little ones you are doing it unto me so i think giving is the message of christmas and it's awesome to and that's the, that's what we try to instill in our people and preach to our people and share with our people it's more than just a party it's more than just eating it's it's about thinking about others and and sharing and giving you know of our resources and of our time and and uh, to uh, to other people and those that maybe are less fortunate than us you know so we are very very blessed this christmas Amen. You know, Pastor, I'm going to ask you, I know you're just enjoying your day here, but I'm going to ask you for a prayer. In these times, 
when you see people lining up for hours, I've done some of these turkey giveaways and things with some of the churches and things at George R. Brown, and you see people lined up for hours for a meal. Uh, in these times, you know people are hurting, they're lonely. And this time of very, very cold weather when people sometimes do not have shelter, when you think about some of the strife in the world and so forth, you know, it, it sometimes it's difficult to maintain your faith. And maybe yeah. I'm just a mere mortal. But ultimately, Pastor, if you could just say a prayer for all of us, for the world and for Houston, to keep our faith and to, uh, to let us know that we're going to get all through this together. Absolutely. And as we approach a new year, you know, we can face the year, the new year uh, and the unknown with fear or with faith. And I'd rather approach the new year with faith because you'll never go wrong, you know, with faith. And we just have to keep the faith and and keep our focus on on the Lord. So I, I want to say a prayer for all those all those people that that are hurting. 2022, you know, brought losses to a lot of us, you know, and, and close family members. We've, we've gone through a lot in 2022 and it's not over yet, but we're looking towards the future of 2023 with faith and believing that the best is yet to come. And we're expecting we're expecting good things and we're going we're going to believe that the situation is going to get better for a lot of these people as as God continues to use us also as a channel of blessing. But I, I want to pray over our, our leaders. I want to pray over you and your family because you're a leader in this community and you're, you're doing a lot for the community. And we want to ask God's blessing upon you as well. And as you reach out to to all these needy people, as we all as churches, you know, and, and community of faith reach out to these people. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for this wonderful time of the year that we are able to be with our family, our friends and gather together in the warmth of our homes. But at the same time, we 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 realize that there's so many people out there hurting. They're lonely. They don't have a family. They don't have a home to go to. They don't have sometimes a warm meal or a warm place to sleep. And we just ask that you would just cover them and that you would just encourage them and, and, and use us as well to go out and encourage people like this and that you would protect them from, from the cold weather, protect them from danger. We pray for our city as a whole as we are facing uncertain times and and there's so many things going on around us, some that are not very pleasing. But, but Father, we know that you're in control of everything. And, and we just pray that you would help us as we go into this new year. We bless our leaders, God, that you would give them wisdom and understanding and the ability to manage and to steward the, the resources that are out there. And that, that we would have your heart and that, and that 2023 could be a better year for our county for our city for our communities for our state and for our nation and and very special i just want to pray a special blessing over mr garcia his business his family his employees and all the people that work together with them to be great philanthropists in this city and to just be givers and be such a blessing to so many people we bless them as well and all those that are listening to this program right now in the precious name of our Lord and Savior Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Pastor Monte, that's like the, one of the greatest prayers I've ever heard. I oh, really mean you. it. That was beautiful and wonderful. And thank you for those nice words you said about me and my family. Um, You're welcome. I'm going to give you the last word to say whatever you want to Houston before we move to another caller. But, Pastor, thank you for taking time out of your busy day. Yes, sir. Thank you very much for having me. God Th bless you. Thank you, Pastor. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What a wonderful thing, right? It was like a bedtime story. Right? I mean, yeah. I mean, wouldn't you be able to love just to say things like that? I mean, it's just, um, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's just like God comes through them somehow. It's pretty remarkable. I want to make sure I do play. Is there another call there waiting? I think there might be. I want to play the Peanuts song. Oh, yeah. Because I love this song. And I remember my father's no longer with us. Uh, but Claire, my father and I, you know, when everyone was asleep, I'm a late night person. Me too. Uh, yeah, and so yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, that's why we you know we. That's why we were texting last night. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm a late night person, <laughs> and and see, my wife goes to bed early. Now I have one or two kids that stay up late, so we are yeah. up very late. Well, at my house, it was me and my father, <clears throat> and we had this little fireplace, one of the kind with gas, but it would burn wood. Those are the really rich fires. Yeah, yeah. And. Um, 
we would sit there, the tree was there, and the fireplace was there, and we had this old rocking chair and another like seat, and we would sit there in front of the fire, and we would have the Christmas lights, and everything would be dark, and we wouldn't say anything, but those were some of the greatest moments of my life. Yeah, that reminds me of, um, honestly, it reminds me of the freeze. Um, when was that? In 2021? Two years ago? I, yeah, yeah. A long I, time. And I, that was, we have, well, we don't have the log fire, but we have the gas fire. Right. And that's where we all gathered during the freeze. And we had a very similar, because um, we didn't we didn't have any screens with us. And so we, we shared stories from school. And my brother, who's, you know, a teenager right now, he doesn't really speak because he's so cool. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But during the freeze, he did. Um, and that was one thing that was nice about it was was um, we were like proper family together um, in How front of wonderful. the fire. It was so nice. What a beautiful thing that something so I don't want to say terrible, but something like this freeze. No, it's terrible. Brought you can say that together. Yeah, it was weird, right? It's weird. It's beautiful, weird. Beautiful, weird. Beautiful, weird. Sure thing. Well, my dad, I think, always uh, saw himself in Charlie Brown. You know, he could never quite kick the football. Yeah. You know, I mean, everything always would get pulled out from under him. Uh, my dad was like, you know, the Charlie Brown. And so he would all, that was his favorite cartoon, Charlie Brown. And we would hear this song. So let's enjoy it just for a minute here, Houston. And everyone think of someone in their family, maybe a loved one is going through something difficult or a loved one that's no longer here, like I think of my father. What a beautiful song. I think we have another caller already, though, Claire. Cool. Go ahead. Let's go. We've got Maria. Maria. Maria, are you there? Hey. Can you hear me, Maria? Absolutely. Yes, I can hear you. Well, speak to me, Miss Maria. You have me, Gilbert Garcia, Talk Inspiration Prayer, with my Generation Zer friend. I think it's Zer. Claire O'Neill. <laughs> what you got for me, Maria? Merry Christmas. How Merry was your Christmas? Christmas? My Christmas was full of food and just laughter and and mess and, and just chaos and that's what families are well that is a blessing our health is our wealth i think that's the most important thing and um, i have four days without water uh one of our pipes line is busted and oh the no key, yes and the king of the though uh, do everything my dad is uh, re enjoying his retirement and uh El hermoso Caribe Mexicano in Mexico. So uh, I'm waiting for my another brilliant and amazing out of this world son who's going to come and fix it. My brilliant and another child has been so amazing bringing waters. And I mean, you know, it's, just, it, it's when you master to be patient in life and everything is everything is fine. And we are just grateful, Gilbert, because Oh, people has been checking on us. Uh, people has been asking, what can I do? You want me to send you water? Like, it's so beautiful. And the most important, Gilbert, is that we have a roof over our heads. Uh, we are we were prepared with food in our pantries, in our fridge, uh, enough water. Uh, you know, like a Latina, you know, I collect a lot of water before, too. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, uh, thank you, life. I mean, this is just uh, a bump on the, on the road. And, uh, and 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 I'm just grateful that we have our house and it's a warm place to stay. So it's it's such a blessing. I enjoy time with my grandkids. So oh my God, it's just I'm grateful. How many grandkids do you have there, Miss Maria? I have two. Garrett is two and a half, oh, and wow. Anthony it's one year. And oh my God, they oh are my so God. adorable. What a wonderful thing! That's the oh, greatest that's Christmas of all to see Christmas through their eyes. 
Uh, oh. oh, how Bad beautiful. Beer. How beautiful. <laughs> so well, let me ask you, did y'all have a lot of food? Tell me about the oh. food. What was on your <laughs> um, What was on your Christmas dinner table or lunch table? An Armenio. Oh, my God. My son, uh, he is the king of the barbecues. So barbecue, Just like the Latino family, nice. right? Yeah. <laughs> the brisket melt in our mouth. Yes. Uh, mm. His father-in-law, who is an amazing person in the grill too he makes uh, uh like a, he make he likes to make uh, tacos so he brings a lot of meat and homemade tortillas i bring the side my <laughs> my daughter-in-law she bake i mean Banquet. you know how latinos <laughs> I, I i do i remember when i went to college in connecticut i would say to people they go well you know, they would have, you know, fancy breads and this and that for Christmas. I said, well, we would have tortillas. I'm like, you know, we would have, and for us, fancy meant flour and corn. And so, uh, you know, that, that meant you had them all. Uh, well, Maria, oh, what, what, what do you want to say to Houston? I want to, I want to make sure you get a chance to give your well wishes to Houston and, and, and give a shout out to anyone you want to give a shout out to in Houston, Texas. Oh my God, Texas Democratic Woman are being so amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you to Daisy. Thank you to uh, 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 thank you to uh, Anita. Anita met uh, <laughs> I mean, oh my God, my girls, Michelle. I mean, they're being so amazing. You Gilbert for giving out so much to the community. I mean, we have so amazing people giving out. It's, it's just so many people, you know. Gilbert, after been having uh, the COVID, I think that was a learning adventure for each of us, and we become more general. We become more understandable. We become more giving out, you know, no, no being a dramas, and we are just grateful because we have our health that is our wealth. We have oxygen. We all are the same. There's no difference. We all breathe the same oxygen. We all drink the same water, maybe different labels, but it's water. Yes. And we are held. It's our wealth. Maria, that is beautiful. I should thank you for calling in and thank you for being part of our Christmas special here on A Tip from Gilbert Talk Inspiration and Prayer. And I sure hope you call in again. Absolutely. You're, you know, we love you. I love you. Have a wonderful, blessing day. Thank you, Miss Maria. Thank you. She's fun. Bye. Bye bye. I think we have one more caller and then. You're going to close with some acapella something or other. I, I liked don't, Maria. Wasn't she great? She was Wasn't she fine. great? I always think of that sound of music. I just, no, no, no. West Side Story. I just a met one. a girl named Maria. Yeah. Maria. Maria. Right? Maria. <laughs> I just met a girl named Maria. <laughs> yeah. uh, is there a Mr. Cummings on the line? Hey, Gilbert, how are you, man? Is this Hi. Mr. Clark Cummings? Everybody, yes. How yes, are you? Man, I'm doing fine. How are you, man? I hope you and your family had a great Christmas. We did. You we, and your, your team there. We did. And yeah. I and I had the pleasure, Claire, to go by Mr. Claude Cummins, who's a, a, a labor legend leader, right? L labor legend. No, labor leader legend. Let's put it that way. And I went by his house for the holidays. And let me tell you, talk about his house screams. Merry Christmas. <laughs> I mean, he's got like a gazillion lights and animated Santa Claus and all this. I mean, it's everywhere. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, man. Man, beautiful. man, thank you and your, and your beautiful wife, man, for blessing us with your presence uh, and the beautiful gift you gave us. So, man, we're certainly appreciative of that. But, Gibbon, I just wanted to thank you. I listened to your priest, uh, uh, your pastor, uh, I guess yes. a couple of minutes ago. Yes, sir. And, uh, and, and that was really a wonderful prayer he prayed. And uh, and I didn't get a chance. I've been listening in and out because my kids were here visiting and they were getting ready to leave. So I've been listening to some of the show. But I wanted to uh, thank you. I mean, it's, I know that there are a lot of people in need. And, and like you guys were saying, it really bothers me when I see people outside in the, in the cold and people in need. But I just wanted to remind you of how many people you have blessed uh, this year, you know, with your donations to different charities and to, to, to churches and uh, the the, uh, the donations that, that you gave to uh, the Victory International Church where my, my son is the pastor. And let me say this. Um, a couple of days ago when my children called and said they were going to come down and visit and spend a couple of days, I went shopping. And between two stops I made it to the grocery store, I spent over 700 bucks. Wow. I was, I was absolutely shocked. And, and I thought to myself, when we have these food giveaways and other things are taking place and you see all these people that are in line, 
I understand clearly now why, <laughs> because it is so expensive now. And so, um, and my point is, you've been such a blessing by the donations you've made, by the, the support that you've given different organizations to help them have a better holiday season. So, so I thank God for you and and everything that you have done with your uh, your different efforts. Uh, you know, not just you know, and just not one segment of the city, but wherever you've been asked to support. Uh, you have done that, and so you've been a blessing to many. This, 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 not just this past year, but especially during this holiday season. So, so thank you for that. Well, that is so nice That's of you. Amazing. Yeah, I, that is so nice of you. You know, I mean, I went to the movies last night. I took my family, and I mean, my sons and their plus ones, and this and that, and my daughter, and all of a sudden, right. just to go to the movies between right. the movies. Parking was $5. Just between right. the movies, the parking, and everyone wanted a soda and we had to get a popcorn. I spent almost $200 oh, right. just to right. go to the right. movies. And just I'm, to thinking, go to the movies. I'm right. thinking to myself, you know, this is madness. Think about all the folks out there. And that's why, no, right. I know, Claude, I'm so glad you brought that up because people are hurting. And for those that are callous in their heart and they, and they oh, they don't, they're not really hurting. Yes, they are. And, yes, they are. And, 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 and let me just throw this into our because I know time is running short. But mm -hmm. I, I think about elections are so important. I want everyone to listen very clearly. Elections and who we have as leaders in our city and our state are so important. And we need to make sure that we elect people that really care about folk, right? Just think about what the governor of this state just did on Christmas Eve. Dropped all those, those immigrants off at the vice president's house dropped some of them off and they had nothing on but shorts yeah but i don't know if you've heard about that yes but it, isn't that just absolutely yeah. callous hateful you oh know, my God. Uh, it, it's it's okay. it's really <laughs> unfathomable i mean it's like <laughs> this guy. you you I would mean, say no that didn't happen i mean it's it really is it really is hard to grasp right um, right you know i go about it um in I mean, from what I've heard, I've just met Gilbert, but I try to go about it by starting closest to home and then branching out because sometimes it gets overwhelming if you go automatically right. like to the top. And um, that sounds like Gilbert do doing just that um, by being like, okay, well, what can I do a street over from my house? Okay, what can I do two streets over from my house? Right. Okay. And I think that that's really um, inspiring and encouraging. Right. Well, well, Gilbert is, you know, Gilbert is one that, uh, that has the means to do a lot to help people and he doesn't act like it. That's one of the things mm. I like about him. You know, it's, it's one thing to, to, that, you know, that God has blessed you with resources. Um, and, but, but you act like you don't care about other people, but give is just the opposite. He's been blessed mm. with resources and not only does he care for, take care of his family, but he also gives where he can to help those mm. in the community that need it. And we're blessed to have a friend and have a relationship with someone like him. It's admirable, for sure. McCluck, thank yeah. you so much well, for calling. In fact, I have, you can't tell, but I have my Victory International Church T-shirt on right now. It's just a, it's just a coincidence, but I have it on right now. Uh, well, great. Well, thank you, Claude. Thank you we're, for coming. I mean, call me. Right. Thank you so much. All right, take care. God bless. I'm, I'm bye hugging bye. you on the phone. Thank All right. you. Bye-bye. Uh, I know we have like maybe one minute or so before we go to social media. So let's go ahead and do this Donny Hathaway song, This Christmas. This was sent to me uh, by a friend that uh, all the way from Detroit, Michigan, who said, can you play this song? Oh. It's kind of an upbeat for a Christmas yeah, song, right? Yeah, Donny Hathaway. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yes, right? Hang all the mistletoe. I'm gonna get to know you better. This Christmas. This Christmas. And as we trim the tree, how much fun it's gonna be together. This. This Christmas. <laughs> I was way off, right? No, no, I mean, you can never say Christmas too much. That's right. And this it's Christmas, Christmas it's, it's beautiful. Will be a very special Christmas for me. I hope they're listening. They're listening. You sure? Oh, okay. 
Enjoy this Christmas. This Christmas. I feel like we need like shakers. Or yeah, something, right. You know? I mean, it's it's, on, it's super. It's super good. I know. I like it. It's like. A very special Christmas for me. It's those horns. Yeah, I really wish I could play the saxophone. Yeah. I've wanted to do that since I was a kid. I just don't have the stuff. That would be such a cool instrument to break out of the party. Just just start going. I know. I mean, I think I get so many dates. Yeah, you, you'd, be a, you'd be a hit. I'd be a hit. You'd be a total hit. If only. If only you had In a sax. In an alternate universe. <laughs> If you only had a sax. Christmas next That's year. Right. Santa Claus. <laughs> this Christmas will be very special Christmas. So now we're off the radio and we're still on social media. And as we close out, I just want to give a special shout out to my uh, partner here, Miss Claire O'Neill, who happens to be extraordinarily talented. Claire, you didn't get a chance to really say anything here for Christmas. What about you? What, what's your shout out to Houston? What do, you, what do you wish for everyone now? You're on social media. This is on all the outlets. You name it. Facebook, Spotify, etc., etc. What do you want to say to your fellow human beings out there? Um, I would say um, if you have the ability, um, put your attentions to education of young kids and um, if you, you know, everything's a learning opportunity. Um, don't push anything too hard on them. If um, you know, if they seem like they're doing it the wrong way, maybe that's just their way of doing it, and see how you can incorporate that into a lesson. But education is key, and um, do what you can to support it. Amen. I'm going to let you think while I close out my message here on the song you're going to sing for us. Oh, I hope I know it. I know too, but that's why you're going to choose it. Oh, thank yeah, you God. Know, you're, you're, going to, you're going to be thinking of the song <laughs> that you're going to be singing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and nice. so, but I'm just going to say, mention to everyone again, you are here with a tip from Gilbert. Talk, inspiration, and prayer. We're here every Monday from 11 to 12 on KWWJ. Keep walking with Jesus. KYOK, the legendary KYOK. KCOH. The Source, and Aliento Radio, and Sangeet Radio. We're here every Monday from 11 to 12, and you can call in at 832-570-8075 or email me at a tip from Gilbert at gmail.com. No dots, no nothing. Just a tip from Gilbert at gmail.com. I love doing this show. It's fun for me. I like to give people an uh, avenue to say whatever they want to say. And this is your show. So call in. Tell me what's going on at your church, what's going on at the neighborhood, what's going on with your scouts, whatever you got. And Claire O'Neill, I met the other day at a Christmas holiday party, and they advertised it as karaoke. And I thought it would just be just a bunch of, you know, who knows. But I didn't think anyone could sing. And boy, this was like Broadway. They were all like ex-choir people from like, you know, St. Agnes and Strake and all these great choirs. And I was just blown away at the love and joy they shared. So, Miss Claire O'Neill, did you think about your Christmas song? I mean, I really like God Rest You Merry Gentlemen, but I understand that might be a bit drab for people. No, it's okay. Are you sure? I'm positive. Oh, thanks. Let's do it. Okay. Um, I'm going to look up the lyrics. Please. All, all right. God rest ye merry gentlemen. gentlemen. I don't know it, but I just know that's the that's the the word I know. 
There was a really nice. I usually listen to um, Rafi's Christmas album. Rafi's like this. Canadian I know Rafi. I was listening to it on the way here. I know Rafi. I love Rafi. He had, my kids grew up with Rafi. He had a really beautiful song, and if I spoke French, if I was literate in French, I would sing that one. Um, Petit Papa Noel, and it was it's just lovely. Oh, I, I know Rafi. I love him. Kids love him, and it's, it's and it's not like he's. Um, Got an incredible personality or anything. He's just such a sweet man. He's got that soothing voice. He's and, wonderful. Uh, yes, he is wonderful. Rafi and the Wiggles were real big uh, in my house. The Wiggles. The Wiggles, boy, they got some catchy tunes. Yeah. Child's gift of love, Christmas time's coming. He's, I mean, he's classic. I love me some Rafi. All right, let's go. Ready? Yeah. This is God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen from Miss <clears throat> Claire O'Neill, who I believe one day we're going to see on Broadway. <laughs> I don't know about Broadway. Or something quite... <laughs> something, something, something of the like. Something fascinating and big. Oh my goodness, circa 1760? That's amazing. That's when it was written, 1760? Yeah. yeah. Oh, a later version, found in Three New Christmas Carols. Thank you, Wiki. Wow. I know. God rest ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. For Jesus Christ our Savior was born upon this day to save poor souls from Satan's power, which we had gone astray. When tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy, oh, tidings of comfort and joy. That's also, I mean, that's, that's like, like the that last bit. That is, give a round of applause. That is beautiful. So I'm going to give you, Miss Claire O'Neill, the last word. What do you want to say to Houston and to everybody else? And as a Generation Zer, first of all, as a Generation Zer, I mean, like, what are, what are, what are y'all thinking these days? What, what's important to y'all these days? Um, I'm a little different because I'm on the spectrum, so I think that my thoughts are a little maybe skewed um, because of the chemical but imbalance. But we we're, we're all on the spectrum. I, I, I was about to say, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're all. Are. It's like who's to say what's really near right. typical because everyone's all. chemicals are different. You That's know? exactly right. Um, but I, um, I know that I'm very much um, work oriented, and I'm very much like, oh, I have one specific goal. I really want to make my television show about this person, and like, I don't know what I'm going to do if I'm not going to do that and that's quite unhealthy to think about and so i'm not sure if i want to leave on that note i would prefer um i think again i really want to stress education for um young people um especially young women um education is really important and that includes travel um, travel travel is so important that includes travel yeah and so um just um Anything, I, I mean, anything counts as education. So, and just read a book or walk outside and order a coffee. That's something, you know, just speak to someone. Amen. Speak to your fellow human beings. I appreciate you uh, joining us here, Miss Claire O'Neill. And this is Gilbert Andrew Garcia with a tip from Gilbert saying, We'll see you next time. This is Gilbert Andrew Garcia. Listen to my radio show, A Tip from Gilbert. Talk, inspiration, and prayer every Monday from 11 a.m. till noon on Houston's Gospel Leader, KWWJ, 1360 a.m. and streaming live on kwwj.org. Listen on the legendary KYOK, 1140 a.m. and streaming live on kyokradio.org. KCOH, 1230 a.m the source on San Geek Radio 95.1 FM 1460 AM and Aliento Radio 101.7 FM and 1540 AM call in at 832-570-8075 and follow me on social media see you then